Man, I love this beat. Welcome to the Real Rolling Podcast. I am your host, Jose Navarro, and we're going to be talking about everything filmmaking and jiu-jitsu related on this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how your idea will get stolen. Dun-dun-dun-dun. At least I hope it doesn't, but it is possible, and I'm about to tell you why. Now, before I dive into this, there is a bit of story time that has to happen. Okay. So I moved from Miami in about 20, I think 2014, 2015 to Atlanta to pursue filmmaking. Uh, While in Atlanta, I learned a ton about how to make a film uh, by being on set and of course by YouTube University. Uh, And it wasn't long before I decided that I wanted to make my own short film. I didn't have any resources here. So I had to go back to Miami and ask all my loved ones to help me out, which they did. I did cast a couple roles, like the lead role was, was cast on Actors Access. Um, and this short film was titled An Uber Bad Day. It was about an Uber driver who um, picked up one of his uh, clients and uh, turned out that, um, well, he just wound up going on this outrageous comedic action adventure with this client. Um, the protagonist in this film was kind of like, you know, a socially awkward kind of guy. And that's why he drove Uber in the first place. He wanted to, uh, meet more people and, um, you know, try to work out the kinks of that social awkwardness. Uh, that was his purpose in doing so. So I went down there, we shot the film. Uh, it was a lot of fun, but first time director, I made a ton of mistakes. I mean, a ton of mistakes. And, uh, those mistakes cost me. I was able to get a trailer done, uh, but I could never finish the film. I just, I was missing too much stuff. So, so that film never saw the light of day, but I did get a trailer done. In any case, fast forward to 2019, a buddy of mine, really good friend of mine, Jerry calls me up. He says, Jose, they stole your shit. And I'm like, Jerry, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, dude. Nobody's stolen anything from me that I can tell. He's like, no, your movie, An Uber Bad Day. They stole it. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, check your text messages, click on that link, and then call me back. Well, I click on the link, and it is a trailer for a movie called Stuber, starring, uh, what's my man's name? Kumal or Kumail, Kumail Nanjani, which, uh, really good actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff uh, since then including uh, Marvel's The Eternals. Um, and Dave Batista, love that guy too. He's a WWE wrestler who has, is now an actor. He's, I feel like he's in everything nowadays. Um, really admire him. He trains jujitsu, which as do I. So in any case, um, the protagonist in this is kind of socially awkward and is an Uber driver and picks up this detective who is Dave Batista, uh, who Dave Batista plays rather, and they go on this wild adventure. And it sounds a lot like my story idea. And so I'm going to be honest. I was, uh, it felt like a punch to the gut. It was like, dang, you know, these people just took my shit. But it's okay because I'm going to sue the fuck out of them. So I started doing research and 
trying to see, trying to gather information to make sure I have some kind of a case. And of course I don't because tracking with all the things that I was doing wrong, I didn't register my, my script. I didn't copyright it or I didn't register with the WGA. I had no proof that, that the story was mine uh, outside of like an IMDB that I created that had a log line. And um, I'd settled that, you know what, though this sucks, I'm going to take it as validation that at least I was on to something. And my idea was not a bad idea. And had I had the resources and the connections, it might've been an uber bad day that hit that screen and not Stuber, but I didn't. So I took it as a win in that regard and I moved on. Fast forward to 2020, late 2020, uh, where we're starting to pretend that COVID is no longer a thing anymore. And a buddy of mine hits me up. He says, Hey man, it's a, my buddy Rivens hits me up. He says, Hey man, I want to, I want to make a short film. I want to make a short film about a guy who um, loses his family and the pain that he goes through. I said, all right, well, let's do that, but let's spice it up a little bit. I got this idea for virtual reality. Maybe we can combine them. And we can make it a short film about a guy who loses his family but uses virtual reality to relive his memories in the past. And that's how his, that's kind of his coping mechanism to his own demise. Um, that movie's called Broken. Broken did really, really well for us. I mean, we, we entered it into 15 film festivals. It went, it, uh, got accepted into 13 and it won three awards and I'm super, super proud of it. In fact, I will, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to link it below. Um, so you can take a, take a look at it. If you're listening, uh, on a podcast channel, podcast station, um, you can YouTube Jose Navarro director. Hopefully I pop up. We'll see. There's quite a few Jose Navarro's out there. Or you can YouTube uh, Broken Short Film Jose Navarro. That will definitely bring it up. Um, and uh, you can watch it. It's up there. It's about 15 minutes long. It's a good watch, I think. It's one of, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of it. I think it's a good story. The first couple of minutes are a little slow. First two, three minutes are a little slow, but it's only 15 minutes long. And after that, after the first two, two minutes or so, you're cruising. In any case, um. We make that film late 2020. I have it almost completely edited without, except the special effects in, you know, like a week later. But the problem is I, I don't know how to do those special effects. I'm just not that good of an editor. And so, and Rivens doesn't know how to do it either. So we, and we also didn't have any money. I mean, like any money. We had no crew on this. Like we had one or two people help out occasionally, but we shot it in a weekend. And there were times where I was literally hitting record on the, on the microphones on the lav mics, the wireless lav mics we had, hitting record on the camera, manning the camera, and trying to direct the actors. It was, it was, it was terrible. And then on one of those days, we worked from like 6 a.m. to like 3 a.m. Yeah, nonstop. Me and, and my buddy Rivens were nonstop. The cast and the crew, well, there was no crew, but the cast had plenty of time to relax. We didn't bring them in super early if we didn't need them. You know, they had breaks and stuff. We did not. We just, we grinded it out. Um, so we had to table it because we couldn't do the special effects. About a year goes by. I had been doing other videography gigs. My, my editing skills had been increasing. And I was just kind of like at a point where I was like, man, you know what? We need to finish that film. So I go back and I do what, I start researching on After Effects and I figure out how to create the special effects as simple as possible. And, and I complete it a year later, but it was done. 
and I send it off to Rivens, a final, final export. So he can take a look at it and, and give me the thumbs up. And then while I'm waiting for his feedback, I, uh, I'm perusing YouTubes looking for whatever. And I see this, this trailer catches my eye. The thumbnail it has Hugh Jackman on it. It's a new Hugh Jackman movie movie. I love Hugh Jackman because I'm a huge X-Men nerd and he's been Wolverine since forever. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, let's check this out. Let's see what reminiscence is about. Well, reminiscence is about a private investigator that uses virtual reality to relive past memories to help him solve a case. And talk about another punch in the gut. I'm sitting here and I'm like, they got me again. There's no way. How did two of my ideas get stolen? You know, like, I'm not going to let this ride. This can't be. Rivens calls me back. He says, hey, man, yeah, the film is, it looks good, man. It looks great. Let's go ahead and start submitting it to film festivals. I say, check your text messages. I sent you a link. Watch that video and call me back. He calls me back, and it's one of the most deflated conversations we've ever had together. The life had been sucked out of both of us. Because though we, though we think we had something really unique and something we were really, really proud of, we also felt like someone took it and made it a little bit different, dressed it up a little differently, and got it made. And any ideas and any hopes that we had to use this short film to get funding to make a feature, it's a wrap. That movie has already been made. Reminiscence has already been made. So nobody's going to fund that. So I went ahead, film was finished, but I still did my research. I was like, man, I can't believe this. Let me, let me find out, like, when did they start production? You know, like, do we have a case in, in this instance? Like, I didn't really have one with an Uber bad day, but we had registered this script with the WGA because hashtag I learned my lesson. Um, and we had proof that we had worked on it uh, before this film was going to come out. Uh, but... I found out that in doing my research, the director for that film had written it way back in 2015. I'd never been exposed to it. I never heard about it. It wasn't something that was talked about and I overheard it. And then a couple of years later, I pawned it off as my own idea. I just heard nothing about it. But sure enough, this director had that idea before me. And even though I wasn't exposed to her idea, I came up with that film. Broken. It was very, very similar to Reminiscence. And so, again, I suppose, we go ahead and chalk that up to we're on the right path. We are, our ideas are not shitty. Um, We just don't have any connections. We don't have anybody that we can put a script in front of and get the daggum thing made. And so that's the unfortunate reality of it for us. So... One last story. This one's not mine. And then I'm going to tell you exactly why I think your idea will get stolen. This story is about a music producer and he's talking about Prince in an interview. Prince, the artist formerly known as. And the uh, producer is talking about how one time Prince calls him up around four in the morning and says, hey man, we need to go to the studio. I got this song that just came to me. I need to go record it right now. And the the producer's like, Prince, dude, I'm, I'm asleep. I'm in bed. Like, can we just you know, record this in the morning. And Prince is like, no, no, we got to go right now. Producer's like, why? Why do we have to do this right now? Like the studio, you know, it'll be there in the morning. 
excuse me. And um, Prince says, if I don't record this right now, Michael's going to do it. And he's talking about Michael Jackson. And so I don't know if Prince studied Carl Jung, but essentially he is subscribing to the idea that, well, ideas, creativity is not unique to us. That essentially they exist and we're fortunate enough. We're really fortunate if it, if it ever grazes us. Now, Carl Jung's theory is uh, called the collective unconsciousness. And that, that theory, I'm going to dumb this down really hard right now. So don't like drag me in the comments. But that theory is essentially that we all share a collective unconsciousness from, all, from our ancestors. And so those memories are embedded in us. Somewhere deep, way down and very dormant, but they're embedded in us and we all share it. Well, I would reason that if we share those uh, memories of our ancestors, then couldn't we share memories of uh, people not that long ago in our lives? And um, it got me to thinking, and I, I do believe this, that ideas are not unique to us because we are all experiencing this reality together. Those of us who are alive right now. And, Though we have different perspectives and though our perspective is based on our experiences in life and how we grew up, where we grew up, things like that, our cultures, um, there are core themes that we all experience, like the invention of virtual reality or the invention of Uber. And in that, these ideas exist in time or space or wherever they exist. Occasionally, they graze past us. And based on our experiences in life, we can tend to see some ideas more so than others. And the ones that we really see clearly are the ones, those are the eureka moments. That's the, ooh, let's make a movie about an Uber driver. Ooh, let's make a, you know, a, a movie about uh, virtual reality. Or, ooh, let's uh, patent this idea to put a TV in a tombstone, which that was one of my ideas. I really thought it would be cool to like, have a tombstone with a TV in it with a recorded message. And like, you would come to my tombstone, you'd come visit my grave and you'd press a button and I'd be like, yo, what's up, man? I appreciate you coming by. You know, go ahead and uh, hook me up with some fresh flowers. Uh, I'm up here kicking it in heaven, you know, and we, 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 we vibing up here. We got Michael Jackson. We got Prince. We got everybody up. We, we like, oh, Tupac is up here. Believe it or not, we chilling. Um, so I don't know what you guys got going on, but hope all is well. You know, anyway, that's what I had wanted to do. Well, of course, I go look it up and it's been patented way back in, I don't know, 2010 or something like that. And evidently the idea did not catch on. So I thought it was super unique. I thought it was a great idea, but uh, uh, not many other people did for the guy who uh, originally patented it. In any case, um, these ideas exist. They come across our, our paths. We come across them at times in our lives. They are those eureka moments. But the reason that your idea will get stolen is because it's not really yours. It's shared. And if you don't act on it, someone else will. So if you have an idea for a patent or something like that, or a story or any, anything that you feel is like really, really unique and um, 
could add some real value to people's lives or entertainment or whatever it is. If you have that idea, one, you need to protect it, get it copywritten. If it's a story, register with the WGA, also register with the U.S. Office of Copyright. Um, if it's an invention, same thing, get it copywritten. But more than anything, you also need to act on it. Don't wait. If you really believe in it, don't wait. Get on it. Knock it out. Finish the script. Write the book. Patent the idea. Talk to a fabricator. Whatever you got to do, get it done. Because if you don't, someone else will. That's been Real Rolling. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much. Uh, We will be dropping episodes weekly. From here on out, for the most part, I will have guests. I've got quite a few guests lined up talking about some interesting topics in filmmaking and jiu-jitsu. I appreciate you. Thank you for the support. And I'll see you on the next one.